0: You are listening to Creatively Speaking presented by Showcase, the first professional social network designed specifically for marketers. Find work, find talent, build teams, and win business. This is Deborah Carney, the Senior Director of Marketing at Showcase. I sat down with Dennis Ryan, former principal of Fetro, Ryan & Partners, now CEO of Digital Kitchen, discussing the topic of independent collaboration. We dive into the subject of big versus small agency dynamics and how much creative freedom can you actually have while still trying to monetize. Take a listen, then connect with Dennis on Showcase. Dennis Ryan, thank you so much for joining us at the Showcase studios today, uh, remotely, uh, for Creatively Speaking. Today we will be talking about independent collaboration. But before we start, we want to tell our audience a little bit about yourself. Um, principal at Fetra Ryan Partners, but you have had an esteemed career as chief creative <laughs> officer of Ilson, and you've worked at places like Element, 79 Partners, J. Walter Thompson, DDB. Tell us a little bit about your career.
1: Well, it's pretty simple. I, I, esteemed is a, is a nice adjective. Um,
0: <laughs> well, I, don't be modest. Yeah,
1: well, yeah. I I basically I started right out of school um, and was copywriter and I was in Chicago which is a tremendous television town and that was my career and it was going great and got to work on all kinds of great brands a lot of beer brands we did Clydesdales playing football and uh, all kinds of big Super Bowl stuff yeah it it was a fun career and uh Moved on to Element 79, a startup there. Did some international work with Jay Walter. Element 79, we had Gatorade and working with Michael Jordan, and that was tremendous fun. Yeah, that was great. I got to work with him on Wheaties, too. Jordan on Gatorade versus Jordan on Wheaties, different thing and a lot more fun, but that's neither here nor there. So just a ton of television. And so what was interesting is I, just like a lot of Chicago, kind of got caught when digital rose up. If you're in television and you're in the Super Bowl and you're doing big ads – it digital just seemed like something, I, I don't know what my space was, but it's just something small. It doesn't matter. And, of course, obviously, uh, the tsunami hit. And so, basically, at the time, I was looking around realized I had to change. And uh, the other thing I noticed was the rise of project work. So, I got this opportunity in, 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 uh, with Olson in Minneapolis, which was a project shop and very digital. And I came up there and uh, been here in Minneapolis about four years now and kind of reinvented and got some pretty fun experience. And then basically, Mike Fetro and I, who I had brought over to Olson, my job was to get them sold for their venture cap overlords. We did that. And then as soon as I could get out of my non-compete, we started uh, Fetro Ryan and Partners. And that's been what I've been doing for at least four months now. So there you go. Wow.
0: Well, congratulations on the new you.
1: Yeah, it's fun. It's been really fun.
0: So let's get into the topic of independent collaboration. You recently wrote a, a blog post, which we put on Showcase, um, about that topic. Um, tell me a little bit more about what independent collaboration, that what it means to you, and what it is in general.
1: Yeah, basically what it gets down to is... It's something we've been doing, agencies have been doing all along. Whenever we produced a television commercial, a print shoot, a radio thing, we would collaborate with talent specific to that. So agencies did this with clients when they were making TV spots. Hey, we're going to hire this director. She's going to do our music. He's going to edit. And you'd put together these teams. And then you brought the best talent together. Well, basically, all we're talking about doing is bringing that all the way to the ideation stage. So who's best to really think about this brand to strategize for this brand to bring new things because I think the biggest thing that's happened actually there are a couple but then one of the primary things is we we experience brands in so many ways these days through interior design through product you know new products and different kind of innovation with labeling or experiential and social so given all this it seemed that you would want to kind of create the most perfectly tailored teams based on what the job was at hand and so and just who's available and who's got free time to work on a project. So that's really what this is all about. And uh, where we've been finding some pretty nice, nice opportunities to do good work again.
0: That's amazing. So right. Um, so do you feel that like, for instance, when you started your career, everyone kind of migrated to the big agency, right? And nowadays, it seems like People are either breaking off into freelance world or they're breaking off to, like, what you're doing, your own agency, and, and whether you're starting by hiring freelancers to kind of do the, the different right. jobs, like whether they're the designers or um, the producers and, and not just settling in one place.
1: No, you're exactly right, and there's there are a couple of different things happening. On one hand, the agencies aren't going away in the short term. I mean, there's a, I think there's a lot of great stuff coming out of agencies these days. The things that happen with agencies, though, is there's that ghettofication. Hey, you've got the premier brand. You're going to get the best people. They're going to have the best experience, and you're going to create work that's still very relevant and good. Right. And then there are the ones that pay the bills, and then there are the ones that. They're trying to extend margins. The problem is with big holding companies, as soon as you get into this business, 20% of everything you earn goes back to the holding company. Our margins have been squeezed so badly that then taking 20% right out, suddenly the agency creative business has become very business and it's been less about ideas and more about managing margin. I was chief creative officer at two different agencies. Element 79 was a tremendous experience. And Olson was just – was good, but it was showing where the business was going. It was was a project shop, so margin meant everything. Mm -hmm. And then you really start fighting over, can we put this into doing a really terrific idea or do we have to make sure we're keeping the lights on? And I think those are challenges that bigger organizations really have to deal with and it becomes – when you're really talking about procurement issues, that's really not what any of us got into the business to do in the creative end.
0: Right. So I know many friends that have started at the Goodbees and um, you know the larger agencies, the BBDO's, the Ogilvies, and they wanted to break off to start their own agencies to be more creative, to kind of go back to their roots. Do right. you feel like, um, is that why you kind of started your own agency as well? Did you want to get more down and dirty and more creative or... Or uh, what was the purpose of starting your own place?
1: Well, that's a great question because uh, I'm I'm certainly writing more than I have in a long time. You know, when you become a chief creative officer, all you're doing is managing and and fronting and selling, and suddenly, yeah, exactly. And now it's like, got to get that done, which is fantastic, and it is very energizing. I think you know the thing that a lot of people don't like to talk about is uh, advertising creatives were paid very well for a long time. You better want to do great creative because you're not. I'm not making what you were making before. I mean, maybe someday I'll come back. But I think you do these things because um, having a career that's rewarding for other things than a paycheck is really the only way to sustain it. And so that's what Mike and I both did. Um, we jumped into this. Plus, also, there is a business opportunity here. As money gets pulled from larger groups – it's gonna to go to smaller, smaller, more nimble organizations. So I think really what we're trying to do is again, like Gary Goldsmith in New York has done, um, I think it's underhead and uh who is it? Ty has guy co-collective. And so these are just things where if it's a talent business, and I genuinely believe it is, you want the best talent based on what the assignment is or what the brand is. And so you can do that within a large, a large agency like a BBDO, who's terrific. Mm-hmm. Or, but if you've got a less, if you're GE, everyone's going to want to work on it. You can handpick. She is brilliant. She really understands what this market's about. And then you can you can make that work. But that doesn't, that's not a luxury. It happens on every brand. And so it can happen if you're doing it piece by piece with more of an independent collaboration. And I think the thing that really excites us is if we can work with, uh, someone who de- develops flavors for foods or someone who, you know, creates new kind of materials and, and uses um, 3D printing to create customization on site. Those kind of things are brand experiences these days. And I think it's very difficult for some larger legacy companies to do it in a way that a smaller startup and more nimble, collaborative, independent collaborators can can achieve.
0: Right. Right. Well, yeah. The smarter, smaller agencies, um, you kind of can open your minds up and get a little bit, like right. I said, down and dirty, and a little bit more creative than sometimes you can with the bigger red tape agencies. Sometimes get bogged down without the political. <laughs>
1: It, well, Players, there's that. There's that. Know. Plus, also, there's a basic: how do you make money? I mean, a, an agency is to a certain extent like a factory. This is how we make money on television. This is how we make money, and now they get it on websites or things. But social and the cost of content is a. This thing has changed the cost of uh, production so much. I could oh. shoot video on an iPhone that right. looks great for for social. Usually have to do some stuff with the sound, but it's good enough for that. Especially because social media is like a mayfly. So do we put fifty thousand into it, five thousand into it, five hundred thousand? I mean, you could make great arguments for good production with things like Brooklyn Brothers do some tremendous stuff with, you know, European League soccer and and um, NASCAR. But then there's also the little simple videos that really build content libraries. So. These are things that I think are just very difficult decisions for larger organizations with built-in infrastructure to handle. Whereas independent collaborators can do it quickly and cost-effectively, and at a better product. So well, you
0: can get more innovative, right? Yes, and more creative.
1: every time we've gotten in trouble candidly with uh, with our work and the, and the clients we're working with now. It's because we started. We acted like an older agency. If you're not seeing how you can leverage technology at every turn and how you can take creativity, not just in what the ideation is, but in the expression of it, in the experience of it, and how you produce it, um, candidly, that's that's where we went, ooh, can't let that happen again. You've got to think of all things that way. And frankly, it's just energizing and a lot more fun.
0: Right. And the timelines, usually at smaller shops, <laughs> are just so – I mean we work in a startup here and oh my yep. gosh, it's just – so, again, yes. It's just ridiculous compared to, like, big agency world.
1: <laughs> That's exactly it. But something – we we were working with a wonderful startup uh, um, out of a, a pharma company is starting this kind of this interesting way to treat uh, chronic pain. And it's uh, – they're bringing it to market right now. We're helping them with it, creating the brand. And one of the things they needed was content and storytelling content. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we're sitting there, and uh, you see, I've got this fancy microphone. I spent seventy nine dollars on a USB <laughs> microphone. Trust me, it's not that big an investment. It's but, bigger
0: than mine.
1: <laughs> well, well, that's not get into that kind of comparison. But you know, um, we used that. We used an iPhone app to record a phone call, and we used, frankly, iMovie, mm-hmm. and just made some very simple. Uh, got an illustrator, made some very simple, illustrated stories for this client that we could do quickly we could get them out and it solved the problem of what they needed in this format not on television and not but socially this helps and as a teaching tool it helps and those are the kind of things that i'm not sure we would have come to at uh, at some of my prior experience in the prior places i've worked
0: Well, it it frees your mind in a way when you don't have so many layers. And when you're restricted with a small budget, I think you you find more innovative ways. Without Um, a doubt.
1: Without a doubt. And And again, you can see this is. But that's very difficult then to monetize. You know, it's like uh, I'm at a point in my career where I'm probably not a $25,000 a year person. So you're trying to make money off this. But at the same point, you need to turn fast and you can't gouge. So that's really where the interesting part of as the business develops is that's really happening, I think, industry-wide.
0: So – Dennis, where do you feel like the industry is going? I mean, where what where place does what place does big agencies have versus small shops versus freelancers?
1: Sure, and actually, that there's those are a couple of really great questions in there. The freelancer thing, I mean, frankly, I believe in the independent collaborative model. I totally believe in it. That said, the the a, a cynic and frankly. A, experientially i really need to get some aors before the end of the year and to get that kind of thing where you can create an independent collaboration and make it ongoing instead of just based by project because based by project it is essentially freelance so that's not going to be enough if that's if mike and i can't get past that with more like 2 or 3 or 4 clients by the end of the year then really we're not a whole lot different than freelance. Mm -hmm. On the other side, I don't think big agencies are going away quickly. I think they're all going to be painful for a while. And one of the reasons why I left being a chief creative officer was my job was all business. It was all managing loss. It was managing shrinking margins. And that's really about as fun as it sounds. It was terrible versus how do we make this work great? How do we make this louder? How do we make this more shareable, more noticed, more amazing in the marketplace? And that's, there are a lot of clients who don't ask for that. I think the real interesting thing is there's probably, who knows, maybe 5 to 10% of the clients today are sitting there realizing that their work, when it's better creatively, will get better results. Those people understand that if they get the best talent working on their brand, they'll have a better outcome. That is a, it's a smaller group within the industry, but it's plenty big for organizations organizations like ours like so many other friends of ours and colleagues we know to get plenty of great work to get noticed work and to do the kind of stuff that we all got into this business in the first place to do so that's really fun
0: so then how do you and and people like you in small shops pitch against the great big um brands and pitches like how do you get in those
1: you know what? That's a great question, and we have not done that well yet. We, uh, we yet, uh, basically yet. didn't you get really through it yet. Oh, yeah, that's a, key word. that's a key word. You know, you don't get in this business because you're a pessimist. You get into it because exactly. you believe and you're an optimist. But I think, I think really, I think that's a slow way to do it. There are a couple, and it's interesting. Being on Showcase has been interesting because I've had um, contacts from other creatives, but I've also had a couple contacts from clients and from uh, pitch consultants. Oh, my which God. I'd love it,
0: to hear it.
1: Well, it's, it, and that's been real, so did I, Canada. <laughs> but, you know, pitch consultants, I think, are intrigued by it because they want to bring new solutions to their clients. Mm-hmm. That said, they cannot be embarrassed. If they bring a, a potential option to a client, and that option, it, like, say, we were involved and we did something that was just absolutely wrong, it would embarrass the pitch consultant. So, really, when you think about all the All the barriers we have to really bringing this model to a major advertiser, they all share the same thing, trust. Mm -hmm. Do you trust that we will be able to get you there? And I think, happily, we've got two clients we've known through connections and we've built trust with that are keeping us going really well right now. But if we want to expand this, and we very much do... We're going to have to expand that level, those circles of trust. And so I think nothing succeeds like success. If we can show that we can do really outsized work at a more affordable price than one of the legacy agencies, I think we'll be able to really build a market. But it's going to take a client who's willing to trust. And in this fear-based environment we're in right now, as procurement runs wild with massive amounts of power – And brand people are shrinking and watching things go away and dealing with smaller budgets. I guess you need to have a lot of confidence and we know a few who do and we just are always looking for more.
0: Yeah. Well, it starts small. I mean, yes. I knew the people that broke off from Goodby, Venable Bell and Partners, yep. and they started. I hear they've bonds.
1: done pretty well.
0: And and look at them now. I mean, That's, they've done very well. I mean, they're Audi commercials. And- oh,
1: my gosh. That was far and away my favorite visual spot on the Super Bowl. And uh, there
0: you go. I mean, that yeah, was fantastic, it was- wasn't it?
1: Very, very good, and I, I, I saw Bob Garfield's hysteria about. Oh, he's got dementia. No, he doesn't. He's depressed. I mean, I thought, mm-hmm. I thought that was a very well done spot.
0: Yeah, that was really cool, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. So there you go. We're going to talk in next year, and you'll be like, I don't have two clients. I have twenty clients. There you go.
1: <laughs> God's ears, that'd be awesome. But they're like, uh, I'm on
0: showcase, but, and they're pitching me. Exactly, <laughs> I love
1: that thought. Let's make that happen.
0: Exactly. Um, okay, so if brands do want to hire you, um, how can they contact you?
1: Oh, it's really simple. Dennis at fedroryan dot com. And hey, here's something you you've never heard of from an ad agency. We've got a new site going up soon. It was supposed to go up like three weeks ago, but you know that's that's the way agencies work. You know. Uh, yeah. We're the cobbler's children who go around barefoot, you know that kind of thing. So, um but yeah, that that would be either that way or call or reach me through Showcase, LinkedIn, Facebook, and find us anywhere.
0: Yeah. What else? What else would you like listeners to know about you or Fetcher? You know, your agency. What What would you like
1: Fetcher? You know what? I tell you what. It, what's really interesting? We're we are building a database of of all our different connections, and I think. One of the things I think we're looking for that everybody's looking for are people in more unique areas of marketing. I can't say I know a ton of quantitative research people, but I know some, you know, and I'd always be willing to know more, know more people about digital media, know more people. I just think that we live in a networked world and the more we can expand our networks, the better off we are. So uh, I'm interested in meeting clients. I'm interested in meeting talent. I think that's – We've got to invest in these kind of connections to uh, to really set up our future uh, for the next two, five, ten years.
0: Wow, that's fabulous. Okay, well, I think time is up. So thank All you right. so much. All right. That's fantastic. Thanks, Amy. I appreciate so it. nice chatting with you. This All right. Have a okay. great rest of your day. Thanks. You too. Okay. Bye-bye.